Welcome, 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 welcome to the doubled up, 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 the doubled up podcast. Welcome to the doubled up podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the Whitley Podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? Very good. It's been a very, very good day today. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, well, there's, there's lots of things going on. I mean, time of recording, it is uh, Friday afternoon, um, so... There has been a lot of news in the sneaker world around, obviously, quite a special drop tomorrow in terms of Lorenzo, so that's exciting. And also, um, it's announced that Jurgen Klopp is leaving Liverpool at the end of the season, and that also makes me very happy. So yes, a good day all round. I don't know how to top that. I don't know how to top that. I mean, the other thing, seeing as we're sharing news, uh, I'm doing a, a, a sort of selfish plug here. Uh, because obviously, Scott, we know that I, this isn't the only podcast that I do. And it was also announced just a mere five minutes before we hit record on this podcast uh, that Hoops and Recreation is doing a live podcast at uh, Offspring King's Cross. So for anyone listening, selfish plug. Sorry, Scott. But uh, for anyone that is listening that might want to come along, any basketball fans out there, please uh, make sure that you're going over to the Offspring Instagram and letting us know and things like this. And hopefully we can see you there. Um Scott, there's also something else that uh, happened today that um, I want to sort of rectify a little bit, if that's okay. Because obviously we've we've started over the last uh, couple of weeks trying to be a little bit more committed with our content. And um, obviously our faces have been on the internet a little bit more recently, right? And uh, talking about hoops and recreation, Scott, you commented on one of uh, our posts earlier on today <laughs> saying that uh, did me and Mark rob a bank or did uh, or do we need to put the heating on? Mm-hmm. Shortly after that, obviously I'd reposted said post on my Instagram. Your lovely wife messaged me saying, in fact, actually, no, this is a response to one of our posts where I was also wearing a beanie and a hoodie. So it was a, it was a response to one of our posts. She messaged me saying, why do you always look like you're freezing? <laughs> well, maybe that's why you had to rob the bank in order to put your heating put on. Put the heating on. So, <laughs> you th- and Mark th- th- in that video, both of you, you look like the Home Alone crew <laughs> trying yeah. to break into people's houses. So... And, and this might make it to the, the the sort of video content online. We shall see. But I'm tr- I'm going to pull. I'm going to to rectify this, whether or not this is just for you, Scott, or whether or not this does make its way onto Instagram uh, for the listeners to see. Because I'm currently sat here on a Friday night with Zoom with the trademark small little fisherman beanie on. I'm just going to do a quick outfit change, Scott. Just give me one second. Why up? <laughs> Look at is that, that better now is that better you know i mean you know what if verity sees this she'll crucify you because she hates a boonie which means <laughs> <laughs> oh dear are we, are we the Booney Boys today? For listeners that can't, for <laughs> listeners that uh, obviously, if this doesn't make social media, and for anyone that's listening and doesn't see the post, uh, seeing as Scott and Verity have royally just obliterated me today for apparently looking like I'm an Eskimo, um, or, or, or is that the politically correct term, an Eskimo these days? I don't know. What is it in, instead? I, I, I don't know. Is, it, is there something wrong with Eskimos? I don't know. There might be. I can't remember. I'm really sorry if that is politically incorrect. But I've just changed <laughs> out my fisherman beanie to uh, a big boonie. So now it looks like I'm on safari. I, but the, only, the only problem is is that I have to have the sides <laughs> curled up because my headphones don't fit over the, the, the rim. So uh, I do look oh, like a bit dear. of a twat. But hey, I'm, I, uh, I, there's the no news. With the, fisherman's, with the fisherman's beanie, I don't understand how it works really because it doesn't cover your ears. Like That's the bit you want to keep warm. Yeah, I don't, it just keeps the top of your head. 
like a bit warm, doesn't it? I think to be fair, I never actually wear one because I'm cold. I just kind of like the look of a fisherman beanie. I'm, I'm that idiot. But right, I've rectified it now, Scott. We're officially this episode is the Boonie Boys episodes where we're both just apparently going to record the rest of this uh, episode wearing boonies. But um, but yeah, I just wanted yeah, to just wanted to rectify that at the start of this podcast. I thought I've had I've had enough of uh, you guys telling me that I look like I'm freezing. So we're venturing out to the safari today. It's Friday, and normally that means drinkers club. And this is the type of thing that you would assume would happen towards the end, but it's at the beginning before anybody's even remotely drunk anything. Yeah, so it's also half past. Start. It's also half past five um, on a Friday, and normally this would be the opportunity if we're recording on a Friday to kind uh, of crack open a drink. Maybe me, supposedly being a, a wino this year, maybe I'd have a nice uh, glass of vino. But I'm actually driving somewhere after this so i can't even have a drink on a friday night because i'm heading off after this episode but uh we'll we'll move on hey we we don't need alcohol in our system scott we just need boonies um i thought for this sort of intro portion of the podcast scott um we'd play another little game this seems to be a little bit of a theme for us over the last few episodes where i sort of come up with spontaneous games and things for us to do during this sort of intro segment of the podcast we don't have any latest pickups to discuss because for a sneaker podcast we're doing great we haven't bought anything which is good that is a good thing because you know being good but i mean you up until i mean really i know you have this week you haven't even worn trainers leaving the house (laughs) so that's true (laughs) for a sneaker podcast we're not doing a good job no uh, although i um well, you're not. I've yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I, I, I'm dragging the name of this podcast down. Scott, I've actually really made a conscious effort this week. Thank you very much. And uh, this week I have worn, I know we don't normally do weekly wears, but I've made sure to crack out some uh, New Balance 990 V5s. Um, I also spent a little bit of time wearing the Dizygotic Cheech and Chong Project Alpha earlier on. And uh, I'm heading uh, heading out for the weekend. Uh, me and Hannah are going, or sort of spending a little bit of time together this weekend. And uh, I've packed my bag. Normally, if I'm sort of going away, this would be a prime opportunity for me to rock one pair of shoes for the entire weekend. Something that goes with everything. You know where I'm going here, Scott. Probably a pair of Sambas. Nope. I've packed New Balance 920s, Pater Monarchs, ALD 1300s. Bloody hell. I know. I'm t- I'm really taking it seriously now. I thought, you know what? This is true. I've, I've got shelves full of sneakers and I never wear any of them. So 2024 is back to me deliberately making a conscious effort to wear more than just white leather trainers. Fair enough. I mean, yesterday I went to work as I do every day. That, that was a terrible start to the story. But that basically I went, I went to work and um, I had been asked to help interview um, a new member of staff in the organisation, someone that's very high up. So I'm there thinking, okay, well, suited and booted. However, it's quite a casual kind of organisation. So I'm there like, do you go like full suit? Do you go tie? No one wears ties anymore. So uh, That is a tricky one, yeah. So I thought I'll go suit, polo shirt, looked all right. But I was there like, well, what trainers do I wear? Because the, the thing is, the suit... Um, I haven't worn for a while, and it's considerably tighter than it used to be. Ah. So I was there like, well, what shoes do I... So they took the mick out of me because I took about three different options of trainers with me to the <laughs> office so that I could... Because our car park is, like, so muddy. So I wore my kind of Reeboks as kind of beaters to get into the into the office, and then pristine trainers. But they, yeah, they found it quite funny that I'd, I'd brought multiple options to test out um, what works, but... It did end up with being a white shoe, so yeah, it was kind of all in vain, really. But you can't go wrong with the white, the triple white. It's there's, no, there's a reason why I love easy. a white leather trainer. It's the most universal trainer in the world. But going back to what I was saying beforehand, this sort of intro segment has now turned into sort of like whatever random game or thought that I want to talk about during the the sort of opening parts of the podcast. And I was actually doing a little bit of uh, sort of preparation for the the episodes earlier scott i was looking through the normal sort of sources that we go through to get news and things like this for our upcoming segment shoes rounds and uh, i stumbled across a post on nice kicks where someone had uh, made a comment saying does anyone else think fives look like rottweilers and straight away that got me thinking scott 
we're going to compare sneakers to dog breeds. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We've sort of done this previously where we've had games where we've sort of, again, compared sneakers to fast food chains, sneakers to football clubs, sneakers to um, crisps and and sort of confectionaries and and things like this. Uh, But we've not done dogs before. So I thought, seeing as Nice Kicks has given me the inspiration, we're going to (laughs) compare sneakers to dog breeds. So what I've done, Scott, is I've prepared, thought really hard about this, Five different breeds of dogs. What I'm going to do is present you with each of these breeds and you simply need to tell me what sneaker you think best sort of matches that dog breed. You ready? Uh, uh, yeah, I like that you've done it that way round instead of giving me trainers and trying to me to match them with a dog breed because nope. that would be carnage. Yeah, I'm glad you've done it this way. But go on, hit me, hit me with the first one. Right, first one we're going with. We're going for a wee little sausage dog, a dash hound. I don't know what that Ooh. accent was, but we're going with it. No, I, I, I don't know what that was. That I'm Scottish? feeling weird today. Irish? I haven't spoke to anyone today. I'm feeling a little bit peculiar. <laughs> I don't think I needed wine today. I'm That's sat here. I'm sat here doing dodgy Irish accents, wearing a beanie, talking about sausage dogs. Boonie. The, the whole reason you're wearing a boonie is so you're not wearing a beanie. Oh yeah, sure. Um, That's what I meant. I, I, I'm right. Sausage dog. Um, I am going to go with a Converse low top. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can see the resemblance right. here. Okay. Yeah. Low profile and really, really long. It doesn't matter how you wear them, unless you've got small feet, they look slow, so long. Um, that's, yeah, that's actually a really so good it's, shout. It, it's, it's a long boy shoe. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. See, I went for a, um, a slightly... Or kind of when I was coming up with these, I did have a little think. I try not to prepare too much, but I did have a little think. And uh, I thought, well, obviously, being a dash hound, we have to go for a little bit of a German influence, right? And uh, I thought. Or Irish, apparently. Or Irish, apparently. <laughs> to be fair, that was probably the least offensive accent you could have done in this situation. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, true. Valid point, valid point. Um, anyways, so straight away, I thought, if we go in Germany, we've got to go for some three stripes. But I thought to myself, what's a pair of trainers that is incredibly low to the ground? Just like the little legs of a wee little sausage dog. Uh, so I'm going for an Adidas Italia. Okay. Seeing as there's basically no midsole on an Adidas Italia. It's the flattest shoe I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few of the City Series shoes that you could have done in that scenario i mean pick like a trim trab or a kind of a dublin or an even an amsterdam where it's literally like (laughs) there is not much there it's very flat um yeah that's that's a that's a good pick i do like that there's some there's some thought gone into that yeah Uh, well I'm springing these on you a little bit here. I've been able to actually have a little bit of thought, but to be fair, that is the only one of the five that I have thought about remotely. (laughs) So we're going into this next one both blind, Scott. The second breed that we're going to compare, a poodle. A poodle? A poodle. Something a little bit showy, something a little bit flashy. Hmm. Ooh. Immediately, I just wanted. I was trying to pick a fluffy shoe, um, but if, if poodles are intelligent, and if you wear a fluffy shoe, then you're clearly not an intelligent person. <laughs> um, uh, ooh, that is that is a tough one. I think. Oh yeah, they're quite prim and proper dogs, and you know. Oh, that is that is tough. Um, it's a tough one, to be fair. I don't, I don't know why I've picked this one because it is a little bit tough. But there's, there's, there's one, I suppose, shoe that is kind of coming to mind for me, Scott, a little bit. And it's not necessarily because of the prim properness and the, um, uh, the, the, the prim and properness and the sort of intelligence of a poodle. But I'm thinking like. A poodle's a very much a statement, look at me type dog, isn't it? It's like if you have a poodle, it's normally, like I said, very groomed in a particular way. And it's not because it's a neat dog necessarily. It's just a very showy dog. If you think about a very like, oh, look at me dog, it's a poodle, Mm. right? I think I might have to go 
for something like a a well, why am I? I can't decide between two silhouettes. I'm either thinking like the Nike P6000 or the Vomero. And the reason for that is purely because of the fact that it would have to be a very shiny silver mesh shoe. Because if you're wearing a silver shiny mesh shoe, you're screaming, look at my feet, they're made of silver. Yeah, I think people that have poodles, I think you probably are right. I, it, when I think of a poodle, especially like a bigger poodle, I think with like has like a little fro and it's very well trimmed. Yeah. And it's normally somebody in probably some fur jacket and a Land Rover that's kind of got one. Um, because of that, I think I'll go with like a Balenciaga or something like that. Oh, that's like a that. much better option than mine. Like a, a yeah, like a Triple S or something. Triple yeah, S is um, a, oh, Triple yeah. S is definitely a poodle. Yeah, it's quite like, look at me. And it's always one of those, because poodles, when they walk around, they are kind of like, they have a bit of a strut. And I think people that wear a, a triple S like to have a bit of a strut on them as well, whether they think they don't or not. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, we'll go with that. You've yeah, definitely you've definitely done way better at that one than I have. Um, all right, dog number three, Scotty boy. We're going with a boxer dog. Oh, oh. wow. Well, Boxers. My parents had a boxer. Yeah, a ha- Hannah had a Hannah had a boxer. Lily, she was lovely. I loved Lily. Yeah, they, I mean, boxer by name, boxer by nature, though. Jesus Christ, when they get a bit of energy in them, oh, they're all yes. paws. <laughs> um, ah, oh, boxer. That's a that's a good shout. Lovable, strong, bit crazy. Oh, okay. So we, I, I like the fact that because you obviously for you guys you've worked at a dog's kennel in, in, in previous yeah. lives, so you sort of know a little bit more about the personalities of these dogs. I'm just coming up with dogs that look very, very different, mm. and you're sort of well, lovable. If I was go, yeah, if I was going with like looks, I'm there like, well, I don't know, a, I don't know a shoe that drools. Um, <laughs> it's so. What did you say before? Yeah. You said lovable. But, they're 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 very soft, but they they are crazy. Like they are a bit out there. They're, there's not many boxers I know that seem kind of. They're, they're a few biscuits short of a packet. Like I've got they're one. A bit nuts. Go on. ZX eight thousand. The reason for that yeah. is I've just googled boxer dog, and supposedly according to <laughs> Wikipedia, number one they're developed in Germany, so we're bringing the Adidas tie in, mm-hmm. uh, but also. They're a very, like you said, dependable dog. But at the same time, when you want to go crazy with them, you, you you can go bloody crazy. And if I'm thinking about the classic Adidas ZXs, we've got the Aquas. You've got crazy animal print Atmos. You've got the yeah. concepts that obviously are covered in tinfoil. Like, if you look at some of the most popular ZX of previous years, like the Gatorades, um, they're all absolutely mad full of energy right mm. so i feel like a zx 8000 is a good representation of a boxer dog yeah i yeah i think that i if i was going to be specific i i might even go down like a sean Wotherspoon, where it's it's a bit of a it's lovable people love it it is a bit crazy um but it's uh yeah, kind of a well-respected and just kind of very sturdy, comfortable. Yeah, no, I like. Yeah, I think ZX eight thousand is a good shout. Um, that's kind of where I was going down the runner route. Um, plus, very energetic breeze. So, uh, yeah, gotta have a runner. All right, so we're in agreement there. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Fourth breed, a Bernese what? Mountain Dog. Oh, lovely! One of my favourite breeds of dog. Um, oh, just big and lovable and soft and lazy and does oh, I feel like it'd be like a Timberland boot. <laughs> just, just like, just a solid. Like, there's nothing wrong with them, but like that. you know, pe- but people see them and still get quite intimidated. Like, I feel like if you see someone walking around in Timberland boots, you're there like, okay, they mean business. (laughs) But at the same time, yeah, they're just just a a good, yeah, lovable, kind of solid, consistent, do all things. Yeah, I'm going to go with a Timberland boot. There we go. (laughs) I tell you what, I totally agree with that one. I will say what I was going to say, but I I think I'm going to side with you. Um, 
there was a brief moment where I thought maybe a, a New Balance 992, just because of the sort of okay. chunky dad shoe nature of it. Like, yeah, it's yeah, sort yeah. of... It, I'm sure with a Bernese Mountain Dog, when they're younger, they're very full of energy. But I can imagine sort of a Bernese Mountain Dog very quickly enters into that dad era of like, I used to be athletic, but I'm no longer. And that's sort of the 992, right? When it first came out, it would have been all the rage because of its sporty nature. And now it's sort of that lovable dad shoe, but it's got a bit of chunk to it. It's got a bit of a heel to it. Uh, That's a possible option. I do like I do like that I do like that um, I've got a story about a Bernie's man dog actually because one of the guys I used to work with he was a big lad like he was like six foot three and he was like wide he was just built and um, he owned a Bernie's mountain dog and one day the Bernie's mountain dog knocked him out cold because he came in his front gate and he kind of his dog was in the garden with his um, other half came in the front gate the dog came running at him and he just took his eye off him for one second and the dog jumped on him and just flattened him Jesus. like completely flattened him and um yeah he was there like yeah I, I just remember waking up kind of yeah with people looking over me panicking thinking am i all right oh my and, god yeah, he was he was a big lad and um yeah got completely flattened by his own bernie's mountain dog but um bernie's mountain dogs yeah they're not they're not small um, by no. any means but but they are like I do like the the yeah the nine kind of the nine ninety nine nine one maybe nine nine two kind of vibe where it's kind of like big, slow but lovable yeah. No, no so the the nine nine two specifically sure. got a bit of size to it. The other one I was yeah, gonna yeah as well. the I, I was a little bit torn between either the nine nine two part of me was gonna say the um uh Sakai vapor waffles um because of the fact that it's got that big <laughs> fucking chunky heel right and i was just thinking the size of a bernie's mountain dog mm. but i think that seems a little bit too uh sort of sporty and fashionable like people that get bernie's mountain dogs aren't doing it because of the fact that it's like a look at me statement so we'll go with the 992 no. all right last breed in our sneakers for dogs game um why do we do this <laughs> podcast anyways breed number five we are going with the dependable, the Labrador. Oh, oh. I, I feel like a Labrador, like, yeah. It's just the, the go-to. Like, everybody just loves it. Everyone has a Labrador. I have a chocolate lab. I feel like it's, it would be like... It's the ultimate starter dog. Yeah, I... Well, it is, but I mean, Labradors are also quite crazy in the sense of generally they've got quite a lot of energy and they eat everything. Like they do, they're they're, they're hungry boys and girls. Um, <laughs> I, I, see, I I feel like it's just I've got one is, for this like, one. I, I've got a few in my head, so go on. Go, what, what? Which one are you going for? Because I feel like we're probably on the same lines. Air Max One. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, again, for for a lot of people, when they're getting a dog, like, a, unless you specifically want a particular breed of dog where you already have a, a, a thought in mind, when someone spontaneously buys a dog, they're probably going for a Labrador because it is just like mm. the go-to, Labrador, the classic. Yeah. Like I said, a Golden Lab or a Chocolate Lab or something like that. It's like the go-to. When you think of a dog most people will probably go straight to a Labrador. And when I think of sort of like a classic dependable trainer, I'm straight away going to the Air Max one, right? It is timeless. It will always be there. It's man's best friend. And for me, the Labrador is like the ultimate embodiment of man's best friend. And that's exactly what to me the Air Max one is to the sneaker world. So I'm going with the Air Max one for the lab. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go with... Gazelle. Only because All right, okay. I think it's one of those. It is like I say, a Labrador is like anybody has a Labrador. My grandparents had a Labrador. Like young people okay. have Labradors. I like that. Everybody has a Labrador, and I just feel like a Gazelle is just one of those shoes that everyone's had, whether they realise it or not. Everybody kind of has a pair. I like you look around the streets and it's like dads are wearing battered pairs they've just picked them up off the shelf they don't have a clue what it is you've got young women that have got the that are wearing them you've got kids wearing them you've got even grandparents rocking like 
yeah gazelles and just uh, like shoes that look like a gazelle um just because i think it's it's common it's easy and yeah it's got but it still has a little bit to it it's that classic dog in it like if you've got a labrador no one's really saying anything are they no one's going oh you've, it's like if you've got a chihuahua people are going oh jesus christ you've got a chihuahua no one hates yeah. a labrador no one hates a labrador yeah, yeah. You're, you're making it if someone's got a chihuahua like you're making a judgment about that person like whether you like it or not you're looking at that person going one if you've got a chihuahua um and it's the same like if you've got like a big yeah as much as we as much as we shouldn't like when people have staffies or rottweilers people look at them and go oh, oh, people are either, what, people are either gonna love it or they're gonna hate yeah, it they, right they yeah, make yeah, a judgment. yeah whereas with a gazelle like with a labrador it doesn't matter who it is if you've got a labrador everyone goes oh it's a labrador like yeah. <laughs> that's it it's just a labrador it doesn't matter who's got one so i think yeah universally loved not really hated yeah i'm gonna go with the gazelle i think it's just everybody can quite happily go yeah i'd wear them it's an all right shoe so cool. i like the fact that we've gone for similar sort of reasons but just mm. two separate brands like you've you've sort of picked that go-to classic silhouette for adidas i've yeah. just done exactly the same i mean you could have well, you could have thrown an air force one in there or something like that mm. yeah yeah uh, oh 100 yeah definitely air force another good shout um the one that i see actually weirdly quite a lot and i see it a lot on like um parents feet um when i'm like going around uh, like schools and stuff wherever i'm kind of at the air max 90 i see the air max 90 so a 90 is definitely on a labrador parents feet like, I don't see the, the Air Max 1 so much, even though obviously there's loads of them, but the Air Max 90, I see everywhere. Like, it, loads of people. People that you kind of go, oh, you're wearing a, it's a 90. They're a bit more readily available, aren't they? Like, I know obviously yeah. nowadays we know that Air Max 1s are sitting on shelves and they're in the sale and things like this. Like, it's the average person that they buy their trainers from one or two high street stores. Yeah, you can find a 90 yeah. in an office or a JD or something like that, and you can still get decent colorways. Same but with yeah, the Gazelle as well. It's just they're in way more stores, yeah. yeah. It's just there. Yeah. Well, anyone that's listening to this, if you want to submit uh, any of your thoughts <laughs> for sneakers for dogs, even breeds that we haven't spoken about, if you're thinking, oh, Scott mentioned there about a Jack Russell or uh, a Chihuahua, um, if you want to give us suggestions we'd love to hear them let us know dm us contact us on instagram something like that. we'd love to hear your sneaker dog comparisons I'd love, I'd love to know what people think a chihuahua would be i'm trying to think in my head what a chihuahua would be i don't know that's a difficult one that's a difficult one because mm. I, I, yeah. I can't think of any sort of yappy horrible shoes <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> yeah that shoe that everyone kind of looks at and is, oh, God's sake, but there is a weird section of people that really like them. Yeah, I don't know. Some, some, somebody tell me, what is a chihuahua? Right. <laughs> Messages. Well, with that, we'll jump straight into our first main segment of the podcast, and that is Shoes Rounds. Every single week, we spend a little bit of time looking back at some of the biggest headlines that have hit the world of sneakers, and we give our thoughts and opinions. This week, it is me taking Shoes Round. So without further ado, I'll pass over to me for Shoes Rounds. Scotty boys. So, uh, again, I hate to say it, slightly quiet week this week. What on earth is happening? 2024, hurry Nothing. up. That's the problem. Honestly. <laughs> uh, but we did. I did come across uh, some news, uh, or more of a rumour, that uh, got me a little bit excited. And that is, supposedly, uh, there is a potential Kobe Bryant times Nike SB collab. Now, we don't know much information about the shoe itself, but supposedly um, uh, it's been mentioned on Instagram through a, a, sneaker, le- a sneaker leaker private selection, uh, basically saying there's going to be an SB Kobe Bryant um, collaboration. Now... Um, there was a cryptic sort of uh, image of uh, Bryant and Nike SB logos, but sort of we don't have any extra information about it at time of recording. Now, we know that back in 2011, Kobe Bryant um, had sort of a collaboration or a special um, collaboration with Eric Coston on the uh, uh, Kobe Bryant times Nike SB Coston 1. And as far as sort of Eric Coston's signature shoes go, it's a very, very sought after shoe. But since then, we haven't seen any sort of crossover um, between the two. Now, again, other than just simply potential rumours from a potential leak on Instagram, we know absolutely nothing about this whatsoever. Um, 
But for a lot of people that really, really like SBs and for a lot of people that really, really like Kobe's, this is going to be a collaboration that gets people very, very excited. I know for me, uh, this is definitely something if we see a dunk that's inspired by Kobe or very similar to what we saw last time where it was sort of like a Kobe 6 upper with a Lunalon midsole with the, the sort of SB Custom 1. I don't care what it is at this point. I think given my increased love in basketball, I'd have to buy this shoe. Even if it's slathered in Lakers colours, like I would re- I would be really, really excited <laughs> to see this shoe release. What do you think, Scotty Boy? Um Yeah, I mean it, it, it it's a collab that you, you kind of feel I say couldn't go wrong, but you know, it, it's quite a, an easy one, I think, to pull off um, oh, I, in regards mm, to... I also like, think it could be one of those things that because people love Nike SB and people love Kobe Bryant, if they do a yeah. bad job... Again, you could very easily... There's a cheat code here where you just put Kobe-esque colours on a, on a loved SB and you're off to the races. But if you fuck this up, people will be annoyed. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing, like, there's the potential to kind of, yeah, annoy people. But quite frankly, at this point, every release that comes out, everybody gets so fucking up their ass about it. Quite frankly, make a shoe, and if you piss people off, piss them off. Um, and I think with this, I, I just can't see, like, yeah, I, if it happens, it'll be cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do, because like I said, they did the costume before. Costume's cool. Um, if they do a Janoski, mwah, yes. Oh my um, God. Oh, I mean, you could, You, I mean, can you imagine if they just went and did an actual SB dunk and basically just made a Grinch SB dunk? Like, Ooh, okay, so we're taking a nod to Kobe just that go, way. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they do because obviously, I don't know in terms of design language, obviously with their kind of now Kobe not being there, like obviously who really gets the final say and what they do. And if you look at the shoes, the Kobe shoes that have come out recently, like they haven't, other than obviously you've had the reverse Grinch, but again, it's quite an easy one to do. You just kind of flip the colours. There hasn't been anything that's been like particularly mad or out there. They've all been quite nice, subtle. Um, and I can't imagine it would be too far off. So it's cool. It When basketball and that cross, it it's always... Because it is, it's it's weird. It's kind of like it does marry up because skaters used to skate in Jordans and stuff to do stuff. But at the same time, like Kobe's are, have always been much more performance. Um, so trying to translate that across might be slightly harder. Um, but certainly, I mean, if you took some of the classic Kobe concepts and put them onto, like, reimagined them onto like SBs and stuff, yeah, I, I can see it working. And yeah, I, th- I think it'd be cool. I think it would be cool. Um, I don't know. It wouldn't be something for me. And I think they, I, I say this, I know they've done it with LeBron shoes. Like if you plaster colours, like team colours onto a shoe, you do alienate a fair bit of your base because there are a lot of people that will go, Refuse. there is no way that I am wearing those colours. Um, I mean, I used to kind of help people in the store that I used to work at. It was football and if you knew the guys, if they came in, you don't offer them blue clothing or blue shoes because they were Liverpool fans and they looked at blue like it was the plague. Like you just didn't, it was that divisive. And so, yeah, I think if they did it well, avoid team colours as much as possible. Maybe just a little hint in there. Um, and yeah, I think you've got a recipe for something good. So, yeah, it'd be cool to see. It'd be interesting to see what they do because um, there's lots of options they could kind of look down. I think it's different maybe with Kobe because obviously with his passing, I think a lot of people mm. that... And, and we even saw this sort of with the, the Kobe retirement tour. Uh, the, the last year that he had in the league, they had sort of adverts and, and things like this where uh, all these fans were saying about how much they hated Kobe but at the same time loved him because he was the player that would drop 50 points on your team but he was just so good that you couldn't help but love him at the same time. And I do think with Kobe specifically, kind of what he stood for with me- the, the Mumba mentality and sort of the, the drive to be the best, mm. I think a lot of people resonate with that beyond basketball. Like something yeah. is something silly with myself, obviously me being a, a Clippers fan and, and Kobe being a, a Laker for his entire career, the uh, the day after he passed, I was sat there 
getting ready to go to the gym and the same as a lot of basketball fans like when that news dropped it like really hit a lot of people hard and I was just sat there in my living room getting ready like putting my shoes on to go to the gym and how basketball players and other sports stars and things like this write on their shoes I just had a there was a, a black sharpie um on the side and I just took the black sharpie and just put 24 and 8 on the side of my gym shoes I thought I don't know why but I just thought like after we passed I thought I'm just gonna 24 and 8 and it's become like a bit of a thing for me like every time I get a new pair of gym shoes I always get a black sharpie and I always write on one shoe 24 and on the other shoe 28 and it's just like uh, a little almost there's not a lot of times in life where I get to embody this sort of mumba mentality of like really try and push yourself Mm. but in the gym that's what I've tried to like every morning I wake up I put my gym shoes on and I see the little 24 and I see the little eight and that's my sort of nod to be like okay I'm gonna go fuck this workout up um and a lot of people will see that with like they'll be basketball fans and maybe hate the Lakers and don't want to be associated but here's one player that went far too early and transcends beyond just simply being an all-time great Laker I think Mm. you'd be I think we'd be surprised how many people would want this just out of the memory and sort of respect to Kobe. But you're absolutely right. I'll be really, really interested to sort of see where they go with this. It might not even happen. You mentioned earlier, Scott, you don't know who sort of signs these things off. It's Vanessa Bryant that has to sign everything off. The the Kobe estate that has to sign everything off now. Um, And I'm pretty sure I might have even seen, I don't have it to hand, but I might have even seen something shooting this down as a possibility since these articles released. Uh, So it might have just been a a sort of someone trying to get clicks and and, and likes and things like this. We never know. But uh, Mm. I do hope selfishly that this does happen. I think this could be a really, really cool collab. With that, we're out of news. All right, Scotty boy, over to our next main segment, and that is Double Up, Double Down. Every single week, we spend a little bit of time looking ahead at some of the upcoming releases. We pick a shoe that we like, a double up, a shoe that we dislike, a double down, and a sleeper pick, a shoe that will get a little bit lost amongst the hype. Scott, it is you taking this segment this week. So without further ado, I'll pass over to you for Double Up, Double Down. Gracias. Yes, we're going um, to look at some shoes. How good. After talking about dogs for the past half an hour, let's actually do some shoes on a sneaker podcast. Hey, we were talking about um, shoes. We were. We spoke we a lot were. about shoes. We, um, we've actually been rattling through this episode. There's been barely any tangents. And other than me putting a boonie on my head, this has pretty much been all about sneakers, I have you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll stick to it. Let's see if we can keep going. So... This week, um, there's actually some very good shoes releasing this week. I know we've said it's been quite quiet. Um, and I think in terms of big hyped stuff, again, it's still relatively low-key and not much. But I do think there's some very, very good shoes releasing this week. Um, so the double up for this week um, is a, a shoe that I've been very much looking forward to seeing. Um, it's the Air Jordan 3 Craft in the ivory colourway. Um, releasing on the 3rd of February. It is coming in at... 200 pounds oh boy um but it is an air jordan 3 in a very very kind of clean white sail gray um kind of ivory as they call it colorway um the details on this are beautiful um the kind of the translucent panels on the back where it has the air jordan logo kind of in kind of debossed on the um actual kind of panel so it's there but then underneath you can see almost the silhouette of the nike air logo um as kind of people kind of get very funny about their nike air on the back of jordan's um lots of double paneling around um kind of the side panels so where it's this kind of the classic kind of elephant print on the side in a very nice gray and kind of kind of cream sail um kind of colorway it's double paneled so you've got kind of gray suede underneath the tongue has the Jordan logo um, stitched in but then at the same time has it kind of almost um, embossed onto the tongue as kind of a silhouette in a beige colorway 
these look really 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 high quality um and i think i think they look beautiful like the the translucency is very yellow and that will only yellow over time so we'll see how that looks i really like these i'm it's a pair that i'm kind of did want um but at a 200 pound price tag there's a lot going on at the moment um that unfortunately might mean i don't get a pair of these and there's some other very very good jordan 3s coming out as well but um, this week, yeah, I think this is the best release by a country mile. Yeah, when you sent this across, I um, originally messaged you saying, interesting choice. Uh, and the reason for that is because uh, I'd basically got my dates mixed up, Scotty boy, and I thought, oh, you haven't picked the Air Jordan 1 Low Chinese New Year and realised that's coming out the following week. So now I also understand why you wouldn't have picked that shoe because doesn't uh, doesn't kind of fall within the week, also, does it? Uh, also, don't really care about that ooh, shoe. Oh, okay. That's a sort of a, a conversation we can have next week it's maybe but uh i tell you what when i first saw this the these shoes as someone that isn't the hugest jordan fan as we is well documented on this podcast i sort of saw this as just like oh it's a white and cream three like oh cool and the fact that you would picked it as mm. the double up rather than a sleeper pick or something like that i thought hmm, what's so interesting about this shoe? And actually listening to you sort of describe it and actually spending the time to look at the details, I had no idea about the sort of Nike Air being translucent on the back. I had no idea about what looks like a shadow on the jump man on the tongue. Like, you are right, the, 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 the materials look really, really premium. Just ignorance meant that I didn't know any of this stuff. And actually now listening to you sort of talk about it and seeing all these little details... Totally understand why you picked it as a double up. It's a really, really nice shoe. Mm. Uh, granted, the two hundred pound price point is a little bit testing for for a lot of people, but mm-hmm. you've definitely won me over here, Scott. I was sort of questioning you when you first sent this link over, and actually now you've you've swayed me. This definitely is deserving of the double up this week. Yeah, the craft pairs are generally better quality, but the the details on here really they have no reason to be putting so much detail onto this a shoe. It's a it's a good clean colorway, especially when they have it in other like crafts, mm. right? Like you really didn't like the was it the craft fours that were sort of like the yeah. um the the green pair that the sort of yeah, yeah. that the rubbish again yeah. that that was just really good materials in a green colorway mm. there wasn't really much thought into it whereas again i i quite liked the shoe you didn't like it but i can see here that they've actually tried to sort of like add little nods to, to things that people really appreciate about three so this it, is quite cool yeah it feels like an elevated yeah. three it does it kind of looks and feels like it, it feels like a, it almost feels like I say an upper class three, but it does feel like a, a very, sometimes when they make these premium models, you kind of go, why is this so much, why is it really that much premium? This feels like, it's almost like an Amami Air collab. It kind of yes. it looks and feels a little bit better. Um, yeah, like I say, it is a bit pricey, but either way. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the double down pick, which I'm kind of sad that I'm putting this as a double down, but it, just not working for me um and that shoe is the jordan legacy 312 low um in the psg collaboration and um, they're calling it sandriff hemp uh, white and rough green quite the mouthful of colorways launching on the 29th for 135 pounds a much nicer price point um this shoe the 312 originally released in 2018 it was kind of by the brainchild of Don C um, and kind of compared uses different elements from the Jordan 1, the Jordan 3 and the Air Alpha Force Low. Um, so it is very much kind of like a Jordan 3 silhouette with some kind of touches of Jordan 1 panelling and then you've got the strap over the tongue. This is the low version so it is, I think the low is much better than the high. Um, this shoe is very much, it is a brown and beige shoe the elephant print on it resembling the kind of edge order three is again kind of beige with kind of brown print on it um the midsole is beige white midsole kind of brown tab brown and gold psg logo on the back um showing the collaboration and this does match up with all of their their, i think it's their fourth kit that they've just released which is in the same colorway and the kits are always very nice I really like the colorway of this shoe. It's a bit of a cheat code. It's literally sail brown and beige. But there's something about the silhouette that I just... 
I don't know. I feel like if they'd have done this on just a Jordan 3, they would have smashed it. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's the strap. Maybe it's the strap throwing me off. Because I don't think it's that terrible a shoe. But for some reason, whenever I keep looking at this, I go, mm, I'm not sure. I just don't like it because it's a PSG shoe, to be perfectly honest. I've, I've, I don't think that Jordan have made a single decent PSG shoe. And it's purely down to the fact that kind of what we spoke about in a previous episode, Scott, where it's like, oh, slap a badge on it. Like, I just don't, I just think the PSG logo on a trainer just looks really cheap. Like, it, I just think it's so much cooler having a jump man on a PSG shirt than it is having a PSG logo on a Jordan. I think that with the majority of football kits and sports kits and things like this being predominantly run by Puma, Nike, Adidas, New Balance, having something different like a jump man on a kit outside of basketball where it sort of makes the most sense, mm-hmm. I just think is a really cool thing. And when you first saw that, you were like, oh, okay, this is a, a fun move for PSG. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Jumpman elevates the PSG kit. It doesn't work the other way. Like All it looks like is a shoe that, for me, is a kid's shoe. Every single time I think of, or every single time I see a PSG logo on a Jordan, I think... That would be really good for a 10-year-old who's an avid PSG fan. I just don't think that that looks good on a 40-year-old man. And I'm really sorry if you're a 40-year-old man listening to this with PSG shoes and you love them. Like That's your <laughs> that's your jam, so that's cool. But for me, I just think that like, on an adult shoe, this doesn't look good. Um, and it's just it's just for me, it's a personal thing. We spoke about it the other day, didn't we, where it's just like you put football logos on a shoe and for me, it just instantly cheapens it. The only one I said that's ever worked is the ZX Juventus. And I don't even know why that's worked. It just has. Um, I, I, I say that the, the Barcelona TN I really liked, but it wasn't necessarily because it had a Barcelona yeah. logo on it. It was more just that it wasn't that the, the classic colorway of Barcelona. Classic it colors, was the color. Yeah. If they'd taken, if they just did this as like this is the kit, and they'd put PSG maybe on like the inside of the tongue or something, I would have gone, yeah, this is a really nice colorway because you're right. The greens yeah. on point, the sort of beigey brown elephant print on point, like. Even the strap, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at the silhouette. As soon as you just put that mm. PSG logo on it, I'm like, oh, you've just ruined a perfectly good shoe. Um, it, it's funny. They've, the premise with their shoes is certainly we're going to design a kit. And then shoe around it. the fourth kit. And then we're going to basically just take the colour away from the kit and put it onto a shoe. Now, there has been some good ones. Like the Jordan 5 Low that they did in 2022-ish, 23? Last year, year before, it wasn't bad, it but it wasn't great, but it, it was fine. You could wear that and kind of it, you wouldn't be offended. The four they did was a lovely colorway. The burgundies and blacks and whites oh, yeah. they did was really, really good. And it, it that that to me is the only one they've done that was really good. The six that they did and the six low that they did, both of them kind of rubbish. They've done weird, weird ones. They did like, um, what was the one they did? They did like a a 200 max they did like a mars i think what was the mars yeah did? it was like a mars 27 um, like i think i've got it, it here it weird. Is, is, is this the one that's like blue and red it's like one shoe's blue one shoe's red there was yeah might have been there was definitely a red there was one. a psg um, times jordan max 200 oh, see again like and then you've got like the the jordan one low that they did again it, it was a bit rubbish um i think if they if they used a three or a one and they use proper i say proper jordans because i mean they did a jordan one but it was a zoom comfort and again they kind of put a weird rainbow pattern on it for no apparent reason if they did a classic jordan model and actually did it in classy elevated colors because that's what paris is about psg is deemed to be a fashionable football team it is deemed to be a you know it, it's Paris, it's fashion, it's, you know, central, it's meant to be classy, it's meant to be kind of elevated and kind of feel nice and posh and with these shoes, I agree, they kind of, it's like we're going to make a kit and then we're going to make a shoe based around the kit and the fourth kit is random, you know, the first kit and the second, the home and away kit are generally the Blue, same, white. they follow the same template the, and their kits are beautiful, like they've, they're always good kits, um, but then you move to the fourth kit and it literally is, it is a marketing tool. 
it's just how many shirt sales can we make? Um, and because we've got the Jumpman logo on it, people like it a bit more. Um, the kits aren't bad by any means. They've had some really, really nice PSG kits, but the shoes, it just doesn't translate well. It, it, it's just, it, I don't know whether it's the model, they pick random models. It, and then, then look, the rumours are now that they're looking at buying either Tottenham or um, well, making Jumpman and putting the badge onto either Tottenham or onto Chelsea. They're the rumours. God, can you imagine thing. those shoes? Fucking hell, they'll be awful. Exactly. Awful. Well, this thing, Tottenham. I mean, realistically, it has to be white. Well, no, because if it's a third, That's if it's a third kit, with shoe. if it's a third kit, well, again, then if it's a random fit, but again, this is where you fall into the same patterns of like you're going to make a random third kit that looks really weird and then translate it onto a shoe that's going to look equally as shit. If you want a shoe like Barcelona, pick the iconic colours and do something cool with the iconic colours, not this random shite. Yeah, no, but as I said, I, I totally agree. You're absolutely right. Like p- people. I think it's, again, going back to the episode we had previously where it's sort of like you want to nod to your football team without saying, this is a football shoe. Like when you were talking about the Spezial that was sort of Manchester United mm. related. I can't remember what the name of the shoe is, but it was the black one, wasn't it? The, um, yeah, uh, you got the Paul yeah. Street, Stratford. Again, um, th- yeah, they're, all, they're all colour-based rather than mm. actually badge-based. And listening to you say like, oh, when you think about Parish, they need to do an iconic shoe with elevated colours and things like this. Like you've literally just described the four if the four didn't have the PSG logo on the back. And that's the thing. It's like before they've gone burgundy. Like it, it's not. No, but it's a it's a lovely you know, colourway. Like, I know, no, no, but the, it is. It is a lovely colourway. I'm saying as a as a shoe, if it didn't have any PSG branding on, I know that obviously defeats the point. People are going to be listening to this, going like, "Well, it's not a PSG shoe if there's no PSG branding on it." But it's just the way in which you do it. Like, don't have, don't just go slap a a, a badge on it. But I feel like we could do an entire podcast I'm, just on I'm, the. I'm on, not on adverse shoes. to the PSG logo. I think it again. This goes down to a whole other avenue of logos because some lo- some football teams have logos that work on other things. You put the PSG logo in gold and it looks quite good. However, if you say did that with I don't know Spurs logo, oh, it would look awful. It's a chick. It's a chicken on a basketball. Like it's not going to work. Like it just doesn't look right. Um. So yeah, it's it's a tough one but anyway we ran, ran over we're uh, it's actually not as bad a shoe as we're making no, out the shoe's but really it is nice. the worst of the week the shoe's, <laughs> the shoe's actually really nice just, just whoever buys it just unstitch the PSG badge and you've got a great shoe <laughs> oh dear but anyway we'll move on to the sleeper pick of the week um, and this sleeper pick I, I mean the reason it's sleeper pick is because it's an Air Max one and at the moment there are a lot of them coming out there's a lot of rumoured ones coming out and they're all kind of sitting, but I do really, really like this colorway. It's releasing on the 1st of February. It's coming in at £135. It is the Nike Air Max 1 in the dark stucco um, phantom colorway. Um, it's an Air Max 1 with, again, it's kind of brown, beige, slash camel and grey. Um, but it is kind of the leather, um, kind of, I think it's leather. It's either leather or new book um, around the outsole. Lovely dark brown contrasting with kind of the grace um kind of is it gray your your color blind your color blindness is really doing you over here mate so i'll uh the the, the shoe is please describe it yeah it looks lovely to me, but it might look completely it, different it, to everyone It's else. a really, really nice shoe. So basically, if we look at the upper, Scott's absolutely right. It is a black, what looks like leather sort of panel that goes from the toe all the way around the back of the shoe. You've then got sort of like almost a dark grey, almost greeny sort of mesh toe box that goes up towards the top of the shoe. The best way to sort of describe it, it kind of looks almost like the green that we saw on the Stone Island New Balances um, not too long ago. You've then got a sort of nice olive green nubuck up the side panel and by the eye uh, the, the the laces um and then followed up with a black swoosh black sock liner white midsole brown speckled outsole um you've got sort of like almost a purpley nike air on the tongue as well um it's really really nice shoe scott really happy that you've picked this mm-hmm. as a sleeper pick because um i'm just gonna say it if you changed that Nike logo to red rather than purple, kind of looks like an olive sort of 
Travis Scott Air Max. Do you know what I mean? Like it's basically the same color palette as everyone's losing their minds over for the Olive Jordan ones that are going to be coming out soon. Um, really, really nice. That shoe confused. That I mean, my color blindness is doing me over there because people are telling me it's different to the OG, and I can't see the difference. Yeah, your color blindness. It's, it's basically if you imagine the OG, but ten, take the brown and turn it into green. That's basically what it is. It literally looks. Yeah, the well, same. again, the fact that you described the fact that you described this as black and brown when it's black and green. I, I totally understand why you're getting those two shoes mixed up as well. Yeah, but um, um, yeah, my glasses don't <laughs> help this. But yeah, I, I I I really like this shoe. I love the colorway of this shoe. Um, I do really want like a brown Air Max, um, you know, not brown, kind of a, you know, these green, yeah, dark yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown, earthy kind of tones. Earth tones. I've got the Travis, I've got the Travis Scott, which is along those lines, but these are much subtler and kind of a bit of a easier wear. Um, but I, I really like this shoe. I think this shoe is absolutely lovely. The quality of it looks really good as well. And 135 quid ain't bad. Um, you know, it's actually, I, I really wish I knew the reasoning for the different prices on all of these Air Max. Because um, they're they're all over yeah, the place. Yeah, so, some are one three five, some are one four five. I can imagine it's probably materials and build. Like that's the thing. You get a collaboration. It's one fifty five to one sixty. A sort of slightly more premiums normally one four five, and a slightly less premium ones one three five, isn't it? But uh, I don't think there's a huge amount of difference between them. So I think if you're seeing a shoe that is, is one three five and you really really want it, go for it. But also we've seen it over the last year. If you like an Air Max One and you really, really want it, just wait a couple of months, buy it, and uh, you'll probably get it for a hundred quid, if not less. So, unless it's, I think, unless we see a big, big collaboration, Air Max Ones are just going to sit mm. generally. Yeah, I think that, and that's that's the reason it's the sleeper pick. But um, another kind of you mentioned collaboration. I think we have a, another amazing collaboration um, for our steal of the week, don't we? Oh yes, indeed, Scott. We have our steal of the week. Steal of the week. Right. So off the back of uh, last week, where Scott, you picked the Color Plus Company um, uh, Grid Shadow Two. After I sort of went on a little bit of a rant about saying how amazing I thought Colour Plus Company was, it was quite interesting. A few people responded to us on Instagram saying about how much they loved Colour Plus Company. Uh, someone on our Instagram made a really, really good point of like, J-Tips is the, the better collaborator because they made the sneaker of the year last uh, last year. And I think this is really the point that I was trying to make when I was talking about or, or comparing Colour Plus Company to J-Tips. I wasn't discrediting and saying that J-Tips wasn't amazing because in my eyes, one of my top five shoes of last year was the J-Tips Grid Shadow 2, specifically Mm -hmm. in the brown colorway. But for me, as much as I can appreciate the Grid Azure, I didn't feel the need to buy it and I still don't feel the need to buy it. Now, don't get me wrong, the Grid Shadow 2... The second one, the blue one, 100%. If I can see that in my size for retail, I will pull that trigger so fast because it's a beautiful, beautiful shoe. Um, So what I was trying to sort of say last week was that for for me, Colour Plus Company has just become like the workhorse of Socony collaborations. Like they are the intercontinental champion of Socony collaborations at this point right because they mm. just ha- there's not a single shoe that they've missed on like th- th- all of the grid shadow twos amazing like every single colorway is different but brilliant in its own right whereas i think with j tips like some people love all of them some people like one of them some people like the other one like it's quite divisive because of how loud it is color plus company are just like they are there to put in a shift they are the employee of the month every other month. Yeah. Um, they're the Orange Cassidy to make another wrestling There reference. we go. There um, we go. So all the wrestling <laughs> fans out there are agreeing. No, Everyone else is going, what do you mean? We're just talking about they, they show up, they do their job, they perform well, and you, they're not going to put anything out there that you go, ooh. Whereas J-Tips, I think for me, mm-hmm. again, the Grid Azure, I can appreciate it, but it's not personally for me. The Omni 9 that's going to be coming out, I really don't like it. But the Grid Shadow 2 one of the top five shoes of last year. So for me, there's sort of like you either love it, hate it, or there's an in the middle. Colour Plus Company, yes, you might not be screaming Mm. about them saying they're sneaker of the year, but no one can look at any of those shoes and go, oh, they're bad colourways or bad silhouettes. I say that because, funnily enough, (laughs) I'm not just going on a random rant about Colour Plus Company. Uh, The sleeper pick (laughs) of the week is the Colour Plus Company. Oh, sorry, what did I say? 
You went on such a rant that you started calling it the Sorry, sleeper Sorry, do apologise. I'm this sure was, this was the this sleeper was. That's pick. what I was trying to say. <laughs> this was our sleeper pick when it released. Uh, the Colour Plus Company, Time Socony, Jazz 81. It is on the Size website and also you can get it on Foot Patrol currently for £60. Size is 7, 7.5, 8.5, 9, 10.5 and 12. So a little bit spotty with the sizes, but there's a good enough range there where most people can find something that uh, that fits them. Anyway, Scott, I've had my rant over yeah, to you. It, it's a, it, it's a, it's a lovely shoe. It is, it's a very nice shoe. Um, yeah, the, the Jazz is a, is a good, clean model, and I agree. The, the, what we were saying last week was not that necessarily Color Plus Company, you know, like say it's shoe of the year and all this, and kind of saying that J Tips isn't as good, but Color Plus Company is just solid release after release after release after release after release. Whereas with J Tips, it is like, all right. Yeah, the Azura, the Grid Azura, a lot of people went, oh my God, this is shoe of the year. But so many people also really, really do not like that shoe because it's so loud, it's so bold. The Shadow 2 is a bit different. People were much more hot on that one, um, which, great. But yeah, I think it's, even though it's not been, they're not being talked about as sneakers of the year, they're just so good. And every single one of them is so good. Um so yeah, they're, they're they're just a very very strong collaborator, and I think just because people like Complex weren't yelling about them and then didn't give them sneaker of the year, so everybody got really annoyed and talked about them even more, doesn't mean they're not a good shoe. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I I, <laughs> I I really like these. They're yeah. beautiful, and again, nice, easy to wear colorway and great materials. Yeah. Before this turns into another Color Plus Company uh, podcast, we'll, we'll move swiftly on from our steal of the week, and we'll move into our final segment, Scott. It is, of course, the Doubled Up Podcast Triple Up. Okay, Scotty boy, this has become a part of the podcast that I'm sure you're enjoying more and more and more as opposed to last year where this final segment was just filled with regret. Uh, And that is because we have changed this segment up for 2024. And during this segment, every single week, Scott is going to have a go at blind ranking three different themed shoes that I have prepared for him. So in a moment, I'm going to give Scott the theme for this week. I'm going to present him with a shoe and he is simply going to tell me whether he wants to rank that first second or third without knowing what's coming next i'll then give him the second shoe and i'll then give him the third shoe and then we might just have a little chat about uh, the selections afterwards scott seeing as we spent a good amount of time today talking about dogs i thought that this week's theme could be animals so with Woo-hoo! that in mind the very first shoe that we are going to talk about is the Nike SB Dunk High Dog Walker. Oh. I know you like this shoe, Scott. Oh, I love this shoe. Are we putting shoe. it first, second, or third? I love this shoe. I know this one has a bit of a sentimental attachment to you as well. Like, you really love this shoe. There is not many shoes that I look back on and genuinely regret getting rid of. Like, there are very few pairs, and there was reason that I ended up having to get rid of them to kind of essentially save my dog's life. Um, I... I'm going to put it top. Okay. I'm diving in top only because I'm trying to think of what other animal ones might be around, and I'm struggling to think of others, and I do love that shoe. It is a bit crazy, but I'm going to put it top. Okay, well... Again, I, I I did think that was deliberately was going to be a little bit hard there. I wanted to make the first one dog related. There was a little bit of me that almost made the uh, sort of extra butter um, pair in there instead. But I thought, no, I'll go with the the, the dog walker. That's a yeah, great I, I know that dog walker I said meant a lot to you. So I thought I'd, I'd be interested to see where you put it. But it's number one. The second shoe that we're going to talk about is the Bad Bunny huh? times Adidas Forum Low first cafe the first of the forums so have you picked this just because it's a bunny it's animal themed (laughs) his name's literally an animal (laughs) oh dear okay um this is a this is a very good shoe 
Um, I'm gonna put it bottom, but I, I do. I think it is a great shoe, but I. It's it's a yeah. That shoe is an interesting one because it it's it's good. It's a good colorway, but that shoe is way chunkier than you think it's gonna be. Than you think um, it's gonna be. It's massive. Yeah. No. Well, this thing I thought, oh, chunky, but I'll be able to pull it off. I mean, I haven't taken out the second tongue on my pair to be fair, but it is a very bulky, bulky shoe. It kind of fits actually very well with what's going on at the moment with people wanting like the bulk C's and all this type of thing. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll put it bottom. Just take a risk. I personally think Scott that your risk has paid off because the final shoe in your blind selection is the Atmos times Nike Air Max 1 Elephant. Which, of course, for a lot of people, they would consider the greatest Air Max 1 of all time. Again, I'm, this is, I say some of these statements, people listening might be like, no, it's not the greatest ever. Again, for some people, this is their favourite Air Max ever. So I'm just saying for some people. Mm. If you're someone that thinks differently, that's it's absolutely fine. One of the, it's one so of the iconic. most iconic. So like, iconic. Th- th- there is no question about that. It is one of the most iconic. Um, yeah, for, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I'm quite, I'm quite happy with that. With that, this, I think the dog walkers. That's a very marmite shoe. It's very loud, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think I've done all right. I think, I think it's, right again, especially one. knowing the the backstory of why you love that dog walker so much. As I said, I think if it was anyone else, they probably would have gone. Maybe I know if I was doing this, I would have gone Air Max One then the forum then the dog walker but again i don't necessarily have the same attachment to that shoe yeah no I, yeah i i can see why people would i think i think maybe the consensus would be the air max yes. top the dog walker second and then the forum bottom yeah. i reckon um i think yeah it'd probably be air max would be and then top it's just flipping people. that second and third isn't that. it depends on what you fancy yeah and fair yeah i understand it um all good shoes. I've been quite, you've been quite nice with these so far. There hasn't been any rounds where there's been like one horrifically oh, bad shoe that I've been very upset. Don't worry, about. I, I was really, really close to putting a panda dunk in here, and I thought, you know what, I don't want to be that mean. I thought I don't want you to be like, I'm gonna put. The, I, I really envisioned you being like, right, I'll put Dog Walker second, thinking that something's gonna be coming up. Then I can imagine you going Bad Bunny third, and I was really, really tempted to just throw in the panda dunk, thinking that you'd end up with a panda dunk first. Um, nothing against Panda Dunks, but obviously it's the cool. We 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 have content. We have to create content here, and it's the cool thing to create anti Panda Dunk content. Every, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Panda just we're just we're trying to Terrible we're trying to beat the algorithm, guys. Sorry, we don't actually hate Panda Dunks. <laughs> um, Scott, just to close the episode out though, do you have a dad joke for us this week? I do. I do have another dad joke. I'm very glad you asked. I've been prepared. Um, there's there's quite a few. Um, there's a whole book full. Here we go. There is literally there is over 150 pages that have about three on them each. So here we go. Um, what's the best part about living in Switzerland? I don't know. I don't know either. But the flag is a big plus. <laughs> that one's awful. But I really like that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're all awful <laughs> why they're dad jokes oh dear uh, I've never heard that one before like some of these you're kind of like oh yeah I've definitely heard that one before but I've never ever heard that one so that was a good one the one the one last week about the fridge um, uh, the, the fridge and the toaster I think is quite uh, yeah there's some, there's some very good ones in here that I've never heard before and they are they are tickling me as I read them so <laughs> there we go well make sure that if you if you find a good one make sure to bring it next week for us but with that that brings us to the end of this week's episode so thank you for listening to the doubled up podcast remember if you like this episode leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family make sure you follow at doubled up podcast on instagram and use hashtag doubled up pod to be featured on the instagram page you can find me matt at matt underscore sibley underscore on instagram scott tell the listeners where they can find you you can find me at underscore sneaker teacher. And as always, speak to you next time, guys, and peace, Manus on. Peace, Manus.